This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested, unfocused, lazy. Millennials. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. Hello. <laughs> Do you hear me? What's You're... up, baby G? It's good. It's good. How are you? How's Stockholm? It's getting dark. Really, really, really dark and cold. <laughs> the most but beautiful the... time of the year. But one thing that's good uh? uh, is that the, the soup season has started. <laughs> for, for real. So I'm actually just making a pumpkin and sweet potato soup right now as we speak. Oh shit, that sounds good. Yeah. Very advanced. Yeah, you know me? Yeah. Still the same OT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we didn't have a podcast out last week. No. Uh, which was a shame, but we have one coming out this week. Or we right now. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, it it was time for a bit of a for an extra uh, format, right? Uh, I've been on my back for the last week. Where is the podcast? Why hasn't it been out? I know. I'm happy that uh, finally I can say, "Don't worry, get off my back. It will be here soon." Okay. True, and it's here. I talked with um, a guy who works at an employer branding agency, so it's right up our alley. But it's about Latvia. So what it's was his name? Richards. Richards. Not a very Latvian name. I was hoping for something a bit more special. Uh, it's quite Latvian. Uh, okay. mm. I, I actually met a uh, Latvian guy in Paris one oh. half week ago. Okay. How was that? He, he was great. Very, uh, uh, very Latvian. Without saying more. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else than that. But he was very Latvian. What, whatever that means, I take it. Yeah. Rasmus, we need to check in because otherwise okay. I can't start the podcast. Ah, okay. All right, good. A short um, one. A short one. Because our tech uh, solution this time is amazing. <laughs> You're on the speaker, so it's like <laughs> this podcast is going. Uh, the the tech level is great. <laughs> okay, I want you to uh, go on your phone. Okay. On, on your home screen. Uh huh. And then swipe to the right, and then tell me what uh, what uh, are the apps that Siri recommends you to use. The Siri, ah, those I which, to, yeah, I yeah, yeah. To tell about you. Uh oh. Okay. Give me a sec. Okay. This is actually fun. So I have Instagram. That makes a lot of sense. I basically live there. Uh, it's uh, Messenger. Which also kind of makes sense. That's fine. But then there's Blocket, and Blocket is like the um, the 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 buy and sell between private persons in Sweden, uh, and that means that I'm uh, I I just got a new apartment. <laughs> so well, because I finally got the job. So this is. Uh, <laughs> 
and it's in a new city, so there's a lot of new stuff coming. I, yeah, yeah, we will have to catch up like properly next next week. Uh, we'll say, we'll uh, leave, leave it as a uh, a cliffhanger for the, oh, for yeah. the listeners. Yeah. What is the job? Where, where, in what city? What's the role? <laughs> How did you get it? All these kind of things. Major <laughs> clip cliffhanger. <laughs> what do you What do you have on your phone? On this. I actually, it's funny that you say block because I have uh, Spock. Aha, uh-huh, this is the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the other one where you can buy all the uh, old shit. Uh, because I just bought a new uh, uh, vacuumer. Ooh, exciting as well. Bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Easy business. Nice. So um, I'm really into uh, buying used old stuff. Um. Uh, it's my It's my vibe at the moment. I see. We're eco-friendly and vintage and all that stuff. That's that's how you save the world. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. Need to change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay, but we won't check out this time, uh, and I will. Um, I, I see you next week in Stockholm. I'm looking forward to it. Oh my! And, uh, say uh, say hi to uh, to your brothers and your family for me. <laughs> I'm gonna come up and visit them before they know it. I will. I will. They say hi as well. I'm sure. So I start. Uh, I roll the recording. Looking forward to hear it. <laughs> cool. Bye. Well, hello to millennials at work. I'm sitting here in the city of Riga. The center of Riga, the heart of it's actually I'm sitting like a, just a stone, how do you say, a, a stone drop? No, yeah, a stone true. fall, yeah, whatever. Fall. Yeah, I don't know, uh, away from my first school. I used to go to Hansa oh, there. Okay. So I'm uh, in the in the old hoods right now. <laughs> uh, but I'm sitting here with uh, Richards from uh, from a company called Edda, but also from a company called Upmatch. And we right. will talk about both of those. Right. And this is super, I mean, it's a bit strange, first of all, because Rasmus isn't here, but second of all, because it's in kind of like an interview, a different kind of format that we're trying out, which I told you about before. I've been in Latvia now for a month. I mean, I am from here, but uh, this is like the first time since I left about seven years ago when I've been at home like for that long. So it feels like I'm slowly getting back into the rhythm of the city and in the in in the rhythm of of of, of uh, just being part of this society, I guess. Uh, but you are fully part of it. So um, <laughs> why we are here is because we want to talk about millennials as millenn- Latvian millennials, Latvian I guess, millennials. or or. Um, uh, millennials in Latvia who are also at work. How you guys do it here? Um, me and Rasmus, we're from. Uh, he's from Denmark. I'm from Latvia, and we very often talk about our specific experiences or like our individual experiences. But um, we've seen that we kind of like miss this one part uh, when we <laughs> fail to recognize other millennials. In a sense, we're okay. we're very much in our bubble. Maybe sometimes. So this is our way of trying to figure out how are how are others so yeah uh, i'll stop talking now but 
please introduce yourself. So your name is Richard. Right. Uh, so my name is Richard yeah. uh, and it's uh, a great pleasure to be here. So thanks uh, for inviting. But um, I'm coming from uh, two companies, actually. The first one is Erda, which is employer branding consulting. Mm -hmm. So basically what I do in Erda is that, that I consult large employers on uh, how to better recruit and retain people. And when we talk about people here, well, 80% of times we're talking about also millennials. So lots of companies here in the Baltics actually are very much um, in stress right now in order, in order how to deal with the millennials, how to work with them, how to keep them as an employees. And the second company that I'm in, it's a startup, actually. I'm leading a startup called Upmatched. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Upmatched, we're pretty much dealing with the same issue, but to trying to do a different approach. So in the first company, we're consulting, but here we are trying to introduce a product, so a product that uh, would help to recruit, better recruit young people um, for the, once again, uh, for the large employers. Mm. So in this respect, uh, we've tried out some interesting technologies like chatbots, uh, doing them quite a lot. That, okay, so uh, you're all into the chatbots and the apps uh, thing in the app uh, as well, as well. Yeah, so it's cool. like uh, we have I have two faces. So one I of see. them I'm consulting at day and at night. Uh, we're trying out technologies and other uh, tools um, to help attract uh, young people and uh, to the to the workplaces. Yeah, Rasmus would love this. In every single episode, he mentions an app idea that he would <laughs> like to start. I guess all so. Right. As long as there's like something <laughs> on the phone involved, it's like perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's no, but great. that's. I mean, it's cool. Is it like? Are you the only ones who are doing this, or what is your competition? Maybe. Well, uh, you know, at the moment, uh, if we talk about the Baltics, we talk about Baltic labor market. It's actually very tight right now. So we are almost reaching full employment, and there is quite. A great lack of labor force so uh, more and more companies so new companies all their companies consultants they're consulting on how to actually attract the labor force and we are no not no longer talking only about the people here in the baltics we're talking about how to attract people outside the baltic countries so how to uh, convince those youngsters for example living in england or in, mm -hmm. in germany to come to work to latvia because it's a great place to be uh, so yeah this is a very trending um, trending thing employer branding as such, uh, recruiting, employee attraction. So more and more companies here are trying to think out the ways how to, how to work with it. Mm. And you're a millennial yourself. And I'm a millennial and, uh, myself, yes. How yes. old are you? Uh, I'm 23, in 23. Yeah. 23, okay, I see. So, I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're, Properly a millennial, properly working in a, in right. a, a consultancy that is somehow focused on millennials. Right. Right. Let's just get straight into it. How would you differentiate Latvian millennials from maybe millennials abroad or somewhere? Mm -hmm. I assume that you have met people from all over the place. Yeah, that's definitely. No, I've actually just came from Japan and I was... Um, involved there in the young in the project where we had around also 60 young people the same age as me and we were just talking a lot and uh I guess what I what I understood that uh, either it's Latvia or Japan or any other place in the world, uh, millennial it's quite a global term. Um, mm -hmm. What different the difference is, uh, as I find that as. Um, the year when millennials um, were born so in, in, you know in globally it's usually the global definition size which for example the united states definition size would be that it's like people born from 80s to 95 or 96 yeah. i guess in in terms of latvia it's definitely not 
the same definition. I would say that here in Latvia, millennials were born from 90s to 2000s. So there okay. is, a, is a shift uh, in terms of when we were born. Why would why do you think so? Or why uh, is that? I think that it's pretty much historical reasons. Uh, it's, uh, it just took some time um, for, well, in the 90s, I guess, uh, there was a big uh, less of globalization happening. Uh, there was less internet in Latvia <laughs> than it is mm. now. So I guess there were just historical reasons that just, just separated a bit this part of the world from that part of the world. Mm. But as the times goes forward, I guess the there is, the borders are really rising quite much. And um, what, I, what I see that uh, millennials are actually united quite a lot on the common values they have, on some common traits. But the main differences are, it's it's really that in Latvia, a millennial will be, I don't know, 30, 23 years old person. In the United States, 23 year old person would be, I would say, in the next generation already. It's kind of on the border yeah. already. It's kind yeah. of on the border. So yeah, this this is the mm. the difference, I would, I would say. Mm. It's interesting because I get this sense that the millennial here is more more kind of attached. or It has more to do with the age than mm-hmm. with... Um, they don't see it as a generation. They right. see it as like, okay, while you're between 20 and 30, you're a millennial, and then you're not. But what I'm trying to explain is that, no, 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 like millennial is the same mm-hmm. as baby boomer or whoever else. It's like it continues. You continue being that your whole right. life. But I think, um, or maybe the term isn't that used, you no. know, or overused. Yeah, I, no, I totally agree with you. That this is a collection of traits. That My point is that it just... Millennials, on, on average, millennials here, they would be younger, uh, quite younger. So uh, this is this is the difference mm. uh, than from the other parts of the world. Millennials came here later than they, okay. they were in the United States. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is the main point. But other than that, I, I, I totally agree that this is about uh, personalities. This is, this is about the values uh, you have. This is about how you behave uh, mm. in life, uh, in, in relationships, at workplaces. Mm. Yeah. As I guess, as like with anything, like it's fashion, you know, yep. things come a bit later than yep. it's the same with us. But it has like, it has a lot to do with our his- history and right. being independent since 1991, which right. makes a lot of difference when you talk about, right. I mean, if you're secluded from or bordered off from like the, right. the, the, the rest of the world, it's very tricky to... Yeah, but it's changing a lot. Mm. Uh, in the recent 10 years, I would yeah. say there was a major change. So uh, we really, um, as a society, as a young people here in Latvia, we got very much on board uh, with mm. the rest of the world and we are not letting that go anymore. Mm. So. And quick learners, I guess. Yep, we are. How would you characterize millennials here and maybe your peers and, you know, mm-hmm. just people who you see around? Mm-hmm. Well, I would just probably drop some of the things that that uh, I noticed perso- uh, personally about this generation uh, so one of them is definitely purpose driven so the millennials are the one and it's one of my favorite traits though the millennials are the one the ones uh, who are looking for purpose uh, who are looking for meaning in everything that they do and uh, this also um, if we link it straight to the workplaces this is also one of the main frustrations actually that the employers are facing so mm. they actually have to communicate it a lot they have to tell that the work you do is is purposeful it's meaningful it's nice they haven't been doing that before so mm. this is one of the first uh, also things that um, brings this main difficulties in these relationships between the workplaces and the millennials but among other things uh, well 
I do believe that millennials uh, as a generation is very curious. So they question everything. They, they like to ask questions. They like to be active. Uh, they like to raise hand. Uh, and I think uh, that's also uh, a very, very important trait. Another one, um, as we are the natives of the internet, we're always on. Mm. Uh, in terms of workplaces, once again, that's a huge frustration. Uh, so it's okay for us to every half an hour check out the social media, what's new on Instagram. For uh, for employers, that means that we are not engaged in the workplace, we're not yeah. connected, we're not doing our work. So this, once again, the way we live... Uh, uh, Brings major frustrations for the for the for for the workplaces, <laughs> older. <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> older, older generations. But yeah. uh, once again, if you can look both ways at that, so one, you can look that we are disengaged and maybe we are not focused, but at the same time, um, it's okay for us to answer an email at nine uh, p.m. or on the weekends. It's, mm. it's not a problem for us. We're always on. If something comes, if work comes on Sunday, fine. We'll just deal with it on Sunday. So there are pros and cons. But once again. It's a change, and, and mm. the change is the word that brings the, the frustration here. So it's always hard to, uh, to have it change. Yeah. But um, going back to the um, to the traits of millennials, uh, another one I would say uh, that usually mentioned also by my clients, it's uh, feedback. So we always ask for straight feedback. Yeah. We need we need to know how do we feel. We need dislikes. We need this hearts. We need uh, we need the reactions mm. from people. You know, yeah. and and that's also. Um, I would say um, for me, it's it sounds also quite essential. Well, feedback it's like it's a, it's a thing that you yeah, have like to given, have. In a yeah, sense, it's a given, yeah. yeah. But uh, we ask for it too much, in a sense. So, uh, I would say that uh, mostly we ask not for feedback but for attention, and we are the attention seekers. You know, yeah. we are the ones who used to have the likes <laughs> and hearts and uh, whatnot. So, um, yeah. So many different things. I guess these are the first ones that, that yeah. come to my mind. Thinking about, that's just my own feeling, is that in Latvia the work ethics as such mm -hmm. is um, very, very, like, if you can say so, high level or people are very, um, maybe that comes from our parents or historically mm -hmm. that we, um, it used to be this kind of thinking that you need to be thankful for someone giving you mm -hmm. a job, right? So most of the people, even in our generation, as I see that, are still have that. Like mm -hmm. it's, uh, when in other places they're maybe more cocky or, mm -hmm. or be like, I'll just go to the next place. Of course, you can do this here as well, but there's still a bit more of that uh, ethics and loyalty. Maybe that's how right. it's called. Yeah, to the to the to the employer. Would you say that's true, or rather not? Well, I definitely think that's um, very um, very characteristic for the older generations. Mm. Uh, and I, I see the reasons for that. You know, our country truly has been through a lot of crap, <laughs> in a sense, and our parents as well. So, mm -hmm. my personal, personally, my parents, they would also there, they would say that you have to be very thankful to have this opportunity that you have a job, you have a stable salary, and for that you can afford your lifestyle. Yeah. And that's a that's a lot of thing to to be uh, grateful for. And I personally, I am also. I think uh, we have to be more grateful for the things that uh, that we have already now, especially knowing the contest and the history of our country which uh, were occupied many times, which had many economic downturns, and only now starting to 
raising their head above the water and, and, and joining the rest of the um, of the um, of the big big world mm. um, but uh, in terms of uh, in terms of millennials of course well we were born after <laughs> all this main uh, main crap social yeah. events that happened here so we haven't seen maybe that deep dark um, deep dark uh, world no exactly we only heard the stories yeah, yeah we only heard the, the mm. stories so that's why we're well the job is a given uh, the salary is a given everything is a given so um, mm. yeah we just I guess we are not um, appreciating uh, appreciating what we have and mm. I personally think that's actually it's a very dangerous uh, path to go so we have to practice this gratitude actually so mm. one of my favorite um, um, I would say idols is Brené Brown, um, a researcher. She's actually studying lots of shame and, and gratitude and everything. And that's one of her main conclusions on the work she's done for more than 25 years. Actually, we have to be grateful. And, and gratitude is the thing that you practice. And we have yeah. to be grateful for what we have, for the job that we can have, for the salaries. And, and um, yeah. Mm. Mm. There's such a thin line, right, between that. Like, mm-hmm. the, 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 the great, when are you grateful and when are you, like, too loyal? And, and right. it's... Um, Yeah, it's a well, tricky balance, of course. It's a tricky balance, of course. Well, you always have to listen to your heart and understand whether you want to ultimately to do that or not. I guess uh, what we are, what we have right now in the job market, for example, is that you can choose among like tens job offers. Me mm. personally, I can, if I want, I can have like twenty different jobs next day. So the employers here are just desperate for people. Just, so they are. They are. They okay. are. So they are actually accepting. They, they don't have much of a choice. There's like whatever way you come, you just well, we yeah. need labor force. So. You heard it here first. Just go <laughs> yeah. if you ever need a job and you're stuck, Latvia is your place. No, but it sounds Both like actually as well. Yeah. So we are the place right now. We are in dire need of employees and mm. uh, lots of young people Also, we need young people here in the many jobs that we mm. have here. So, definitely. you're also in the startup scene. How mm-hmm. is it here? How does it differ from I don't know Stockholm? Maybe mm-hmm. it's hard for me to come to come in on Stockholm. Okay, um, any other? Uh, yeah, but uh, I would say. If we come in the Baltics in general, mm. we have a very good startup scene. Um, it's um, we have tons of opportunities, um, many different startups, smaller, bigger. Um, And actually, the investment is also coming the way. So we are having more investment uh, to, to the startup scene um, as well. The, the best example of the Baltic countries, of course, is Estonia, which on the government level cho- chose this as a strategy, uh, as a countrywide strategy to go startup, you yeah. know, go, go digital. But I would say the Latvia is actually following the way quite well. We're just not as... Um, I would say not as loud as Estonians yeah. in this respect, but yeah. it's it's so funny with them. I mean, there's like this part of jealousy when it comes to like, or maybe not jealousy, but like a rival. I can't do this word, but like when you're when you're competing with someone Rivalry, super much, yeah. then yeah, exactly. Then yeah. I think it's always the Estonians who are a bit always forward forward thinking in terms of like especially digital and 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 I mean they're world yeah. known for that yeah. uh, but I guess uh, if you were louder people will also see that right. we that's, also have uh, stuff uh, definitely that's the point um, well usually Estonians they're just way better at marketing you mm. know at, at marketing themselves Those and presenting fuckers. themselves so. mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's okay I mean uh, we still have a great scene here in Lithuania as well they have mm. a great startup scene we have um, many startups to choose from. Right now we are sitting uh, just nearby the Tech Hub, which is uh, one of the major um, major startup uh, meeting points, I would mm. say. There's, they have events every Thursday, they're talking about ideas, startups, and so 
lots of lots of stuff happening here mm. so definitely suggest it to check it out yeah i just wanted to say that like this uh, the area where we where we sit in is kind of like a inner garden or how would you say that like backyard yeah, i guess more backyard, of that backyard say, yeah. um it's uh, it used to be um part of a chocolate factory i don't know right. it used to be some kind of factory here but like it really looks like uh the something similar to the meatpacking district in copenhagen where uh it's mm-hmm. it's kind of rough but there's like the cool startups have moved in so there's like stuff happening there's a lot of bikes so it's like i mean there's so many of those places here right, right. now it makes me so happy when i go around and just be like things are happening things are happening and mm-hmm. yeah i would say the baltics is the is is the one place right now that's uh trying to catch up and catching up at uh, huge speeds with the world. So I'm really happy actually to be here as well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This is not sponsored by Visit <laughs> Latvia. <laughs> magnetic Latvia or whatever. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Because you work in your daily life directly with millennials, but also with the employers, mm-hmm. obviously, maybe even more with employers mm-hmm. and building their strategies and how should they mm-hmm. employ and all of that stuff. What do you tell them about millennials or what do you what what do they mostly need help with here? Yeah. Well, uh, the first thing I would say that it, it's not as bad <laughs> as they think it is. So because they're like, oh, they, we yeah, have to do. They're this. like, uh, they're scared, uh, scared. You know, they're freaked oh. out about that because uh, the generation that's coming, it's quite different. It's uh, there's lots of change from the previous generations uh, due to the uh, number of reasons. But um, uh, what they, I guess, need to hear is that first one. You'll have to change for sure. Uh, the processes that you have, the strategies that you have, they will alter one way or another. And uh, the second thing uh, I usually say that these changes are truly forget. Um, so these are they they will have to change eventually anyhow. Anyhow, would it would it be five years, ten years, or the the essence of their of the mm. business is, is such is changing, is evolving, is adapting to the to the new market. And this is essentially what's happening. So mm. I guess. You don't have to freak out about the, this factor as such, of course, but uh, the changes that they need to do is, is, a, is definitely a must. Yeah, it's kind of you can't really escape it in a yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you just It'll you catch have to. You anyways. Yeah, you'll just have to adapt to the mm. to the world, adapt to better, the new people. Better earlier than better long. earlier. Yeah, but of course, um, when changes are happening, the the employees and every everyone is usually dissatisfied. You know, the change itself is usually a very tricky process. So it just it gets out of your comfort zone, and for many people, it's a no go. But uh, that's the nature of the business. You, know, mm. you have to change. You have to adapt to the to the new generations that, that are coming in. Mm. What do you tell the millennials? I mean, what do we talked a bit about that. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe be a bit more loyal, or okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if you say that, but like maybe that's something what we need to think about individually to be more grateful. But what do you what do you see as like are those things that you need to kind of remind them or teach them or mm-hmm. talk about? Well, the first one is lower their expectations. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not that you're just uh, <laughs> exactly. Just, it's not that you're coming to the new workplace and hey, like it's one year you wor- work there, then the other way you get raised, and you're just flying, and then it's, uh, everything mm. is nice. It takes hard work. Uh, it takes uh, it takes gratitude. It takes lots of lots of hours actually to achieve something. So the I guess. Um, 
the lowering expectation and the ultimate uh, guideline to a happy millennial. <laughs> yeah. I would say not only at the workplace, but also in the relationships uh, everywhere. So just mm. keep your expectations down, but uh, just work hard and, and, and uh, just have these good intentions uh, with uh, whatever you're doing. Yeah, mm. that's like very, let's say, basic, uh, yeah. basic advice. <laughs> um, is that still true that we're overly educated as a as a society? Meaning that to give some context, um, most people or most millennials here go for uh, bachelor's and master's degree. If you have a chance, mm-hmm. of course, to do that and the opportunity um, to to have like. Yeah, to have both of those. And um, we don't really have like this practice of having like more professional um, Mm -hmm. higher education as it is, for example, in Sweden when it's universities, but there's also professional higher education. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it's a very different ways of educating Mm -hmm. yourself. One is very academic and the other one is very like based on real like jobs and and going straight into them afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, But... As I see it happening here, uh, it's very much, it's very academic and it's mm-hmm. very long process because obviously you need to spend your five years uh, right. <laughs> if you yeah. want both of those, right. right? Do you think there's a risk with that? I personally think there is no such thing as over-education. I would say there's a skills mismatch, you know, mm. there is uh, the things that you are learn at university, at school, and the things you do at work, they're completely different. And uh, I guess this is the, the, the question, the ultimate question is how to change the education system in order to... Um, in order to be able to fit in to the to the requirements that the workplaces of today need. So um, I personally think uh, it's not a bad thing to have this bachelor degree and have an academic one because ultimately what you're developing, you're developing this critical thinking skills, you're developing a, quite a wide range of skills that are needed any anyway. So, but of course... Um, um, if you talk more on the on the on the macroeconomic level, there is a huge need in terms of re- to rethink the educational programs, mm. or at least to try to nudge more people going into the more professional, for example, degrees, or at least IT degrees, technologies degrees, which is right now worldwide is a huge problem that we do not have enough software developers, you know, and so it's just. Uh, I guess it's a. It's more or less sounds like it's a basic economic problem. You know, there's there's a demand, mm. there is a supply, and there's this mismatch in between. Mm. So it's a lot about how to how to uh, how to just navigate, that, navigate yeah. the more people into the right fields. Mm. Uh, that's so you need it. more people, more yeah. skilled. More skilled people, that mm. definitely, but the right skills, you know, yeah. we need just the right skills. We do not need more people in... Uh, no media know, experts here, please. No media <laughs> experts or event <laughs> organizers, you know. It's, like, it's Wait, of course, nice to have a bachelor degree in yeah. event organizing, but um, yeah, it will be better if you would have in software development. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just try to push your kids to that, okay? Right. Uh, to round this up, just to touch upon the company culture, and we talked about, like, now and then before about how, like, how demanded are talent here and mm-hmm. how demanded is workforce in general and how to keep them. I assume that companies think about their culture much more now right. than they used to do. What is like one insane example that you have heard or like, 
I don't know if it's insane, but the crazy or weird example, what you heard yourself that company is doing just to like keep people here, or if it's like a specific benefit or perk, or right. I don't know what. Um, there are lots of them actually yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's happening right now in the market. Of course, uh, the companies that are able to do that are startups usually. They are more, uh, they're louder, they're more radical in, in terms of the benefits and the culture they're offering. Mm. But some of the startups here, I know one uh, that is offering a uh, €5,000 uh, bonus if you refer a candidate to the job and he gets the job in the same company. Oof, that's so a that's big a big bonus. That's a huge bonus for this market, not yeah. only for this market, but also for, for in general. In general yeah. I mean, like worldwide, it's a huge bonus. Uh, well, for Latvia, it's just insane, yeah. you know. And, uh, and that's, a, that's a crazy way to show that, hey, our, our company, our culture, our team is so special, so unique uh, that we are able to pay five grand for, uh, yeah. for a candidate, you know, so <laughs> for, for, for a job. Yeah, so, and there are some of the companies that are offering, I don't know, um, very flexible terms on how you can work. So every year you can take one month to work anywhere in the world. Other companies here, they have offices, for example, not only in Riga, but also in Barcelona and the United States. So they say, hey, why don't you work just for two months from Barcelona mm. and then you just ship their ship their workers to, the, to mm. Barcelona to the beach and they enjoy sangres over there. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, there are lots of, lots of communication happening through the benefits you know they're just yeah. communicating to the market um hey we're wanting uh, we want employees just come here work uh, we need your skills uh, yeah. we need young talented people to be here it's great actually to be millennial when you think about this like people give us these perks they we, they need us actually we we are a bit like i don't know think highly of ourselves but uh, a lot of us are educated and and most of us are and then or we are the most educated we've ever been i guess like mm. in in here as a society or in generation of course and then uh, i think it's a good time to be millennial in latvia that's my that's my reflection <laughs> over this <laughs> conversation it is good but uh, you know um it's easy to go the way that you think that uh, everything comes easy to us. Mm. So just you have to stay, yeah. um, you know, stay grateful for what you have. Keep uh, your karma clean, right? People. <laughs> right, definitely, and intentions as well. Exactly. <laughs> Keep your intentions good. Thank you so much. Where uh, okay, this people do this in podcasts and in interview podcasts, so I need to do this as well. All right. Where can we find you? Meaning, oh, okay. uh, do you have a Twitter or else? Also, I will put in the show notes what is Edda. So Edda mm-hmm. is this employer branding consultancy mm-hmm. that you work uh, mm-hmm. as a consultant at, and then there's Upmatched, which right. is a startup that you lead. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, mm. Is there any way that uh, people can um, uh, contact you if they want to listen you to your voice more? Definitely find me on LinkedIn by my mm. name and surname, which I believe are going to be in the description of the we'll podcast. Be uh, you can find me on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I usually add people on Facebook quite easily. <laughs> so, <Uh-oh>. I, uh, <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's a problem with me. But um, yeah, just sometimes I post there my reflection. So I was just uh, participating in the exchange program with Japan meeting with uh, lots of youngsters from all over the world and I just posted there my reflection. And one of them, those was that we actually, as young people, really it's, it's uh, striking how how common our values are, um, even though we are coming like from different parts of the world, from Asia, from United States, from, from Europe. All of us have so much common in, in terms of values and yeah. terms of how we see uh, the, the world and the future of our world. So that's a, that's a great thing. 
That is insane, actually. That is mm-hmm. the global community. But that's 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 a great that's a great place to end, especially because I hope that this kind of format also continues, continues growing, and we we will talk with people also from Japan and elsewhere in the world and figure out what uh, what are the things that we actually have in common. And I think that there are many of those. They are definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for the Thank conversation. You as well. it's a pleasure. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a millennial.